0: It's a lion. it's a oh, it's a lion. it's a lion. it's a lion. it's a I see dead people. Awesome. Here's Johnny. Stop. We have such
1: sights to show you. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. Fuck you too. All right, quick recap. okay accurate (laughs) i was gonna say we just we just went to jail we just got arrested
0: (laughs) we just went to juicy seafood (laughs) we we did
1: we got some juicy seafood um
0: yeah so our friend got arrested
1: no we got arrested but we're getting set free and our buddy i believe clark
0: yeah he's, he's clark
1: is going to jail He's, for in, the, he's couple, in the big house. a couple weeks until we can come up with something. You are David fucking King.
0: <laughs> yes, I am.
1: And apparently David King is a, uh, a master villain from the <laughs> 1940s, the type of person who puts bitches on train tracks and <laughs> cackles in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah, see?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm letting frowns run away with that one. I, if, if no one likes it, Deal with it for another two episodes. because
0: <laughs> But put in the comments if you like it or not. Because if you do, I might put them on a different episode. No, no. I already re-
1: told you the David King thing. It's an ongoing series. We're only oh, reading the first couple parts. Oh. There's There's more David King. If you like this, if this is good, if people like this, you know how I gave Tenron the gas station series? Mm-hmm. And how it's not just, like, one story. They're, like... 10 stories but you kind of tell them chapter by chapter apparently there's a david king thing that's very similar there are like two or three stories that exist where david king is like a main character um but we are just reading the first one that this person ever wrote
0: but if you like it we'll keep doing this shit and if you don't like it, we're gonna do it anyway. Cause
1: that's I, a pretty <laughs> good point too. You know, there is a <laughs> there is a high chance that if no one is vocal about anything, I just do it anyway. So uh, definitely mention something at some point, or else I'm gonna regret it after I post it. So uh, yeah, I, I'm in full support. There's also a high chance that you're high. High chance of high if you're high, and I am exactly 420 degrees high times six nine times six nine times six, six nine. nine I am in support of David King I I think this guy is like a modern day joker you know like mm. he he's he's two steps ahead of you at every turn he's he's all about that chaos energy that chaos magic and uh... I, I, li- I can't necessarily say that I like the voice you're doing. I don't think it's terribly accurate because he's probably just a regular guy. Oh, absolutely. But, but you need to bring a flavor, <laughs> and the flavor is batshit. <laughs> it's guano. It's, uh.
0: I just imagine him running around with, like, a purple cape and a top hat yeah and a mustache i really do yeah this is how i've envisioned it now
1: and that's not the case at all (laughs) but he's like (laughs) he's like a 27 year old guy who works as a security guard so he's probably just wearing like a cardigan (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) or uh or a nice polo he's wearing a polo and, and cargo shorts (laughs) <laughs> and instead You're making him out to be some Machiavellian archduke of crime From the 1920s You know what I'm really getting
0: vision of? Uh, Frosty the snowman the, the, the guy who was like kind of the dick yeah. In that Missy, missy, missy The magic guy. The yeah. guy who
1: the guy whose yes. hat they yes. steal. That is it. <laughs> they steal <laughs> That's that doing They steal that motherfucker's hat so that they could go give it to some some yes. pile of fucking snow that yells Happy Birthday.
0: That's that is exactly who David King is.
1: Yeah. No, I like that. And by like that I mean, Gonna deal with it.
0: That's right. So <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> so we're we're reading um, a series, no doubt. You've you've picked up on it um, that we started a little bit ago. Um, I'm here with Franz McBoohoo, mm.
0: who always
1: claims that I never introduce him on episodes. Always. Um, I want you to remember now at minute 5 20 seconds into this podcast, I am introducing you by name, Franz McBoohoo.
0: Age, sex, location.
1: Nope. Age. Hey, I don't want to say any of those.
0: 69.
1: <laughs> That's location, not accurate.
0: My ass. And...
1: <laughs> Name David fucking King! Anyway, um... Sex? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> I hate you. So, um... <laughs> I could have made him Austin Powers. <laughs> sex? Yes, please. <laughs> Great. Um... God damn it <laughs> Yeah baby Yeah He did it anyway I did it anyway So it's right, the so name of the It should have been the name of their show You know <laughs> Lots of pasta Did it anyway <laughs> Cause Cause That's Cause, That's what you do Cause you if do cause we you know, don't do it
0: Then what's the point <laughs> What's the
1: fucking point Um f- Floating through life endlessly Waiting to You know Die <laughs> Waiting to regain the void the time um,
0: is nigh to die.
1: Yeah, uh, fuck man, I keep forgetting how to introduce this fucking show. It's been so long. I'm here with Franz McBoohoo. We're reading the part two of the David King series. Uh, the first one, which is called uh, "I Dared My Best Friend to Ruin My Life," uh, and he's succeeding. <laughs> um, we we read, I believe, parts one and two last time. And we're going to see how much we can read in another hour or so. You know, but we did a we did a quick recap at the beginning. And I'm really happy with kind of this, the speed at which this, this series is going. You
0: know what I just thought about?
1: What'd you just think about?
0: Remember how, back in the day, I always used to come up with vegetable pastas for this show?
1: I do, and let me tell you, I don't miss it.
0: <laughs> Why didn't I just say... Or if you're vegetarian, just pasta. <laughs> like, why didn't I just say pasta?
1: I think that was the joke.
0: No, because <laughs> I don't know. I was high, I was high a we lot We were back high then. back
1: then. Yeah, you're not allowed to be high anymore, so. Pasta, pasta. Yeah, butter, pasta, pa- pasta. Butter pasta. <laughs> Some Paula Deen pasta right there. <laughs> <laughs> some, some fucking honey boo boo pasta. Come get, your <laughs> Come get your butter. butter. Honey, 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 Come get your butter. Teddies
0: and butter. Honey, honey boo boo. What? Butter. What you gonna tell them judges about your pig heart? I'ma tell them my heart is sweeter than bacon, child. <laughs> I got pig heart. I got. <laughs> You want this one? That one gave me the evil eye. I want want that one. I want
1: that one. All right, that's enough. The entire show cannot just be us talking about South Park. I mean... Even though I fucking love it. I'm doing a rewatch of South Park right now on HBO Max. It is the best decision I've ever had, because I end most nights... High off my ass and laughing. Awesome.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> subscribing to HBO Max is also a really great decision. A lot recommend? of good stuff.
1: A lot of good stuff there. G- give a good shout out to all the like early releases of, of movies. I don't have to go to a theater to see because I'm lazy. Oh, and um, the the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League was really fucking good. Yeah, g- you know, go watch that Lovecraft Country. It's really fucking good.
0: Really fucking good.
1: You got uh, all your old Cartoon Network on there. You got all of Hayao Miyazaki's Studio Ghibli shit on there. There's just a lot of good shit.
0: Mayor of East Town is a really good show. You is know. that on there? Yeah. It's HBO uh, short the series. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't know that, but now that I do, I might actually watch it like you keep suggesting it's to really tell me to. Fuck. After I watch like five other things.
0: Oh, after I watch 69 other things, I might. Watch
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, we're starting with part four uh, of the uh, Dared My Best Friend to Ruin My Life series. Um, so that, yep, we're doing that now. Who
0: won't get started?
1: You get started? I'm going to get started All this All right. Hi, everyone. I've been exploring today. New city, new layouts to learn. I'm getting good at memorizing cities. I'm gettin' good at my city. Look at maps all day. Thank you for all your support and suggestions. Once again, these are all past events, but I'm taking your ideas into consideration for how to fight back here in the present. A few of you have offered to help in other ways, and I appreciate the offers, but this is my fight. I've ruined so many other lives by involving people. No. David is mine to ruin even if I die trying (laughs) also I've looked back over it and I realized something I've forgotten but now I've forgotten what it was so forgive me if I make a correction in the next part why even write that another thing I try to talk to as many people as I can in the comments unless my reply will have to contain spoilers but live events have forced me to limit that interaction because of time and the sheer number of you forgive me I always liked the meta aspect of like I'm an actual guy dealing with this thing but sometimes it gets fucking annoying to read mm-hmm. I'll continue I called Clark's mom right away I had their home phone number because last Christmas Clark invited me to his house for Christmas dinner since my parents and I were still fighting, pretty harshly. He would already gone home while I had to work so he gave me his cell phone number in case I got lost and he didn't answer the call. She was devastated and asked me a million questions, it was very very uncomfortable. She agreed to drive down that day and post bail for him and she lived a few hours away so she said she'd be here around 5pm. The county we were in didn't allow online payments via credit card, cash only, so she had to physically drive down. In the middle of the phone call, I missed a call from a number that wasn't in my contacts. I called back and they answered immediately. Hi, I missed a call from this number. Cut. Hi,
0: is this Zanda?
1: Yeah. Who's this?
0: Xander, I'm Katie's mom. Your parents gave me your number.
1: You know Katie's fucking kidnapped, right? (laughs) So you're reading it really fucking pleasantly. (laughs) Shit. I can't talk now. that's my (laughs) line. God damn it. (laughs) I can't talk right now. I'm in a rush and I... She cut me off.
0: Have you heard from Katie? She didn't come home last night. Your mama gave me your number please tell me she's with you
1: she's not I'm not sure where she is I'll have to go I'll, I'll call you back I hung up the phone I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to talk to her about Katie because I was about to file her missing persons report I walked over to the reception desk I was just talking to an officer and then he arrested my friend and walked off I need to talk to the officer on my other case about identity fraud What's
0: that case number?
1: The lady asked. <laughs> a while later, I was sitting in on the interrogation rooms after asking for a, pers- a private meeting. Detective Hernandez sat at the opposite end with the metal table. My two case files were open on the table in front of him. He was glancing through them, trying to familiarize himself with a break in the report. A tape recorder sat between us, and he pressed a button on the recorder to st- make the tape start rolling. He stated my name, his name... My case numbers, the date, time, age, sex, language. It looks, it looks yes, please.
0: All right, go ahead.
1: We, we, did, we did voices like that last
0: time. All right, go even ahead. Even though your name's
1: Hernandez.
0: All right, go ahead. So,
1: so I submitted a report for identity theft a while ago and haven't heard anything about it.
0: Hey, the FTC can take some time to respond.
1: Well, now there's a new report for a break-in at my apartment. I was talking to another officer earlier and told him that I have a suspect for both crimes. CCC. Si, si, si. The detective yes. The detective said looking over one of the folders. He had both cases on the table. Oh, David King, Corey! Looks like <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he was reading on your file. Yeah, David King. He used to be a friend of mine, but now he hates me and has been targeting me.
0: Oh, yes. They're targeting you
1: how? Most recently, he's kidnapped my girlfriend, Katie, and this caught his attention. He pulled a pen from his front pocket. When was this? Setting his pen on a blank page. Last night, When we went to go graffiti his house, he chased us after and pinned me to a table. He called someone on the phone and had them put Katie on the phone. I heard her voice and he claimed he kidnapped her to motivate me. Motivate you to do wrongs? I told him about the DARE conversation, then about all the junk mail, my online accounts, the credit card fraud, my parents' credit being targeted, my car windows, the break-in, my bank account being emptied, the graffiti incident, Katie's phone call protecting Clark's bank and online account, and now Clark's arrest. Hernandez took copious notes. It just keeps escalating, I said in defeat. I watched Hernandez carefully, trying to gauge his reaction. I couldn't tell what he believed.
0: I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, Holmes. I
1: didn't ask about that. (laughs) Um,
0: I need more details about the phone call. What did she say? What did you say? What did you hear on the other hand?
1: We talked through everything for an hour. Nothing I said was useful for finding Katie. But Hernandez sat back after I finished.
0: Xander, I have to be honest. This all sounds very loose. I don't mean the crimes themselves. I mean the connections linking David to all of these crimes. There's nothing that can be done about the identity theft till the FTC finish their investigation, Holmes. The breaking, broken windows, hacked accounts, and the empty bank accounts will have to produce their own evidence to prove that David committed each one. You're
1: not done yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> read normally
0: <laughs> I already started I can't stop now you you can make you can always turn back <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> do you this is a one timeline of events but through the law there are separate crimes that have to be treated with no regard for past actions
1: his tone was reasonable and concerned was it reasonable it was racist (laughs) and inappropriate (laughs) i believe
0: you but i can't make in the (laughs) rasp.
1: i feel like i've done the same exact fucking voice you're doing right now on a different episode i'm
0: pretty sure you have i believe you but I can't make an arrest without witnesses or hard evidence. Your story is is circumstantial at best, but do you believe when you say they are connected?
1: Finally, someone believes me. What if the texts said about the break-in, they said they found a few fingerprints?
0: All the fingerprints found belong to each of you and a few other people who used to live there. According to the file, they've all been confirmed as past residents.
1: And what about the ATM camera?
0: Ah, now that's something unfortunate.
1: Looking through the folder again.
0: We got a call from your bank to file the fraud report. It was smarter you to go through the bank to f- report the fraud. My boss made it a priority, and since it was the same name, it was added to your file on your identity theft. I've been the one personally working on your identity theft case, Holmes. One, I received the case, I called the convenience store and the ATM was in. They gave me the brand of the ATM so I could request the footage from the company. Problem is, that ATM don't have no camera.
1: What? How can an ATM not have a camera?
0: Not all brands do. Some ATMs don't have cameras built in, and this was one of them. Someone logged into your online bank account right before the ATM transaction. They moved all the money from your savings to the checking account. They also increased your ATM withdrawal to $5,000. Went online, which was above the $3,500 you had in your account. Normally you can only withdraw $500.
1: What about the store's cameras? I practically shouted.
0: Don't shout at me, (laughs) Holmes. I asked them for the footage to bring it down. They said they'll be in today.
1: Where's this store? I, I, I want to see this for myself.
0: No. I may have inclination to lean towards your theory, but I will collect the evidence myself and a
1: court will decide. You stay clear. Then drive yourself right now. God damn it. He stood slightly his hand reaching for his belt automatically. Calm down! Looking me in the eyes. I have no money. My car windows are smashed. I can't repair them. My rent will be due and I have no way to pay. I I can't get to work in a car I can't drive. I need my money back. Hernandez sighed, sitting back down. (sighs) I breathed heavily. Ay, Dios
0: mio. As long as you have the Lord Jesus Christ in your corner, you're fine.
1: <sighs> that that wasn't a line. That was just frowns.
0: No. You know, I, I like to I like to do what I want.
1: Yeah, but they don't <coughs> know that you didn't just read that.
0: Oh, well, I mean, it's an appropriate line. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't know. You can't be. You're not the author. But
0: I could be. Also, shout out if you want me to write my own creepypasta. <laughs> Submit it to the show. Been thinking about it. Might do it. <laughs> You've always had the chance. If David is the one who used your information to commit credit card fraud, why would he steal a measly $3,500
1: from you? Because he's dead set on ruining my life. That's the dare. He's taken it too far, further than any sane person would. He's sick. I just want it to stop. I cried a little. (laughs) and Hernandez let me sit in silence for a minute with tears rolling down my cheeks what about Katie the kidnapping is going
0: to be a top priority that's the one that has a witness you I won't be working on it but someone in a different section of the department will be the other detective will want to interview you
1: today and get started let's do it then Wiping my eyes Hernandez
0: kissed my cheek And then
1: <laughs> Hernandez stepped out and returned a while later With a detective Detective White came in and probed me with Hundreds of questions hundreds of Where did she work? Who were her friends? How long had we been together? When did I last see her? Do her parents know? Questions like that When I brought up David in the phone call, he leaned in and asked me the same questions about what I'd heard, and what we'd said, and anything I could remember, and I didn't remember anything helpful.
0: I'll need to bring David in for questioning. Your testimony is decent, but we'll need more evidence for this conviction evidence is needed. I can't arrest him today because I need more proof. I do it proof. If we arrest him without enough proof, he'll woggle. (laughs) He'll
1: (laughs) come on, man.
0: He'll woggle free, and I can't be tried again. No, sir, he can't.
1: You had enough proof to arrest Clark. Clark, Detective White asked. I was just talking with an officer who said David called in and told you all that Clark graffitied his house. All he had to do was call and he got arrested. Detective White excused himself to go find out more about what had happened. He came back five minutes later.
0: David has more proof on that case. Photographs of graffiti. Photographs of Clark coming up to the house. His own testimony about recognizing Clark and a Bruce face. His face is bruised, face Bruce. Clark's hand is also cut up, which corroborates his story. We noticed it when we booked him. This is the kind of evidence we need to convict in a kidnapping. Right now, we have your testimony stating that you said hello to Katie on the phone, and that David said he kidnapped her he kidnapped. We need more evidence to convince our jury. But I was with Clark. And the pictures you weren't. Then they're fakes. An expert checked them and that determines that it determines.
1: I sat back in my chair feeling defeated. Detective White thanked me for my testimony and left to contact Katie's parents. Detective Hernandez sat back down watching me as tears welled up in my eyes again. Oh hey, let me pay for your windows, Holmes. It won't matter. He'll break them again the next day. He's broken them more than once? Every time I repair them, they're smashed the next day.
0: I might have an idea, but I'll need approval from my boss.
1: If you haven't heard of entrapment in the context of police investigation, it's a legal defense that's used when evidence can be shown that an officer induces a criminal to commit a crime they wouldn't otherwise commit. When this defense is used, there are two viewings. In some courts, if a defendant uses entrapment as a defense, the prosecution has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the criminal was not entrapped. In other courts, the defense has to prove that it was entrapped. The state I was in required the prosecution to do the proving. Hernandez recognized that his plan would be construed as entrapment and he explained this to me as we walked to his boss's office He told me that since David had already established a pattern of breaking my windows Hernandez could set up surveillance on the car and just wait for David to commit the crime he was going to do anyway Since I had repaired my windows twice and had kept the receipts that would serve as good evidence that the crime had been repetitive The idea made me hopeful and I sat outside the boss's office while he walked in and presented his idea. When he walked out, he gave me a thumbs up. David would never know what hit him. Hernandez drove me to my house where I picked up my car and took it to a repair shop. He followed me over there and paid. We drove to my work in Hernandez's car while they worked on it. Hernandez ordered us some lunch and I talked to my boss. I told him about my bank account getting hacked and I needed to cancel direct deposit. Luckily payroll was next week so they'd be able to change the method of payment by the next paycheck. I told him about my situation and Hernandez backed me up. He agreed to pay some of my wages in advance out of the store's petty cash until payday came and I was to pay him back. I thanked him profusely for helping me out and apologizing for having to call in sick that day and I walked out with a full stomach $335 and a calm mind. With any luck we'd catch David tonight. Hernandez took me back to the shop and I picked up my car and I tried to pay from the money I'd received, but he refused saying I could pay him back after this was all resolved. He told me that he'd be at my house later on to start the surveillance and to just park my car on the street. I thanked him again before we parted. It was about 3 p.m. when I got home and I parked my car several blocks away and next to several others for camouflage. I didn't want David to find it and smash the windows before tonight. The walk was hot and cool air condition welcomed me home into my house
0: excuse me
1: someone asked timidly as I unlocked my front door I peeked my head back outside and there was an old woman on the landing probably older woman not old woman probably in her forties yes
0: you live in that apartment I'm guessing yeah I'm I'm Miss Watson. I believe you and my son are roommates.
1: Oh. Oh, hello. Extending my hand. Whose mom are you?
0: Isaac. He and I were supposed to be driving out of state to visit family yesterday, but he never showed up.
1: A chill ran up
0: my spine. I've called him a thousand times, but he hasn't answered. I've been standing here ringing on the doorbell for a while, but no one has come home. Can I go knock on his door?"
1: I considered asking her to leave, or telling her that I wasn't comfortable with her coming in, but I knew that that would be suspicious. I knew what we were going to find. I told her to come in, and instantly the smell overtook us. She tried to be... Polite and not offend me, probably thinking we were typical college guys living like pigs. Oh, God. And she, and she walked down the hall to Isaac's room. The smell must have been horrific. Right by the door, I shuddered, but went down the hall towards her, and she knocked. Isaac? She called, no answer, as I expected. Isaac, it's mom! I think the smell made her start to panic because she started pounding on the door. Azek, open up, please! She pleaded desperately, and I sighed. Gently, I guided her away from the door and braced myself. I took a running start and slammed into the door, and it bent heavily, but the latch didn't break. I tried again, and again, and on the fourth try, the door wrenched open, and I was inside. The smell. Oh, God, I don't know how many times I can tell you about it until you understand. This was one of those moments where I'll remember every detail forever. Isaac's room was a mess. There were three bookshelves that likely used to have tons of books, but the shelves were torn apart and books scattered across the room. His computer desk had papers scattered across it and cups knocked over. The window was darkened by a blackout curtain used for gaming. The large gaming computer under the desk hummed, and the monitor showed stars moving around for a screensaver. Isaac was on the bed. His face was pale and patchy, with purple lines. His arms and legs were white and also bruised. An extension cord trailed off the bed, the middle being wrapped around his neck several times. Some flies nested on the body flying to another spot occasionally Mrs. Watson entered the room and screamed and screamed I just just stood there staring at Isaac's dilapidated body David had jumped to murder I called the police and tried to get Mrs. Watson to leave the apartment and preserve preserve the crime scene (laughs) And she refused, sitting there sobbing next to Isaac's bed, she was afraid to touch him. The police came immediately and escorted Mrs. Watson and I out of the apartment. And the next few hours were a blur of questions, and police detective Hernandez showed up, looking inside. Techs were carrying the cameras and briefcases full of equipment, and after a while they started to carry out some of Isaac's belongings and bags. His gaming computer took two texts to carry out. I sat on the curb nearby, not being allowed to leave by the head officer who was running the scene. Hernandez sat next to me.
0: They broke into your other roommate's door? All his belongings are there. But your roommate is
1: he? Do you know where he is? No. I never talked to him much. Were you close to Isaac? No, but it's still... I know. Do you think David is behind this, too? Oh, no, that's me.
0: Do you think David is behind this, too?
1: Probably, I replied, feeling numb. We'll still
0: carry out the surveillance. Don't worry. They'll analyze Isaac's body, and if they find so much as a flag of skin that we can link to David, we'll nail him. No criminal is perfect.
1: Hernandez left me alone and I thought over the situation. Then a car parked nearby and out stepped Clark with his mom. I jumped up and ran over to him. Oh my God, Clark, are you okay? It's like a dude bro voice, just do it. Oh, fine. He smiled reassuringly. Posted
0: bail, it was like 350 bucks. No, it wasn't awful.
1: I thought you said you'd be here by five, I asked Clark's mom, aside now. I don't, I don't remember the exact time she got here, but I do remember she was earlier than expected. I was going to meet them both this station. I may have broken a few speed limits. What's happened? Clark's face suddenly went cold when he saw all the policemen near our door. Isaac was found in his room. I didn't have to specify what state he was in. Jesus Christ, bruh! Clark gasped, putting his hands on his knees. He started hyperventilating, and his mom, worried, put a hand on his back. Clark, honey, let's just go for a drive. We can get your stuff later. Your stuff? He's moving out. He told me all about this sick game your friend is playing. I don't think it's very funny. It's not funny. It never was. This fucking asshole is trying to ruin my life. It's not a game. A few of the policemen turned to watch me from the balcony. Her jaw tightened and she guided her hyperventilating son to the car. They drove away and I was left in the middle of the street, watching my best friend leave me to handle David alone.
0: The car rolled down and Clark put his head out and said, It's just
1: a prank, bro. it's just a break bro it's just a break bro I'm just gonna keep on keep on barreling. yeah keep on keeping keep on, on keep on barreling through part 5 I just finished posting links to the part in the comments part 4 I don't think I'll be able to do that again so please check back 24 hours from publication of the post rip my fingers. rip hi again everyone as I do in every post thank you for your support and encouragement blah 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 past events blah blah one more thing blah let's happy birthday shut up happy birthday the police took isaac out in a body bag mrs watson left with the body still sobbing uncontrollably i was told that i couldn't go into the apartment until they were completely done with the crime scene no they didn't know when that would be They suggested a hotel room, which I laughed at. I asked if I could grab a blanket and a pillow from my room so I could sleep in my car, and they reluctantly brought it to me. I gagged when I grabbed them. They smelled like death. Hernandez offered to get me a motel room or let me stay at his place, or even begged me to call a friend and stay with them. I refused all three. I walked to my car and ignored Hernandez. I was still too mad about everything and devastated that Clark had left. Besides, we couldn't do surveillance on the car while I slept in it. I marched all the way to my car and slammed the door hard. I decided I didn't feel safe parking near my house to sleep, so I went to a Walmart parking lot for the night. It was as if fate had finally begun to root for me, and as I was walking towards the Walmart entrance from the parking lot to buy some food, When I was only a few cars away, an armored truck pulled up. The ones that carry the money over to the bank, you know what I mean? And who do you think stepped out of the truck? (laughs) Me! David. Fucking. King. I strayed to my left and got behind a car using the black tinted windows to observe. He was laughing with his partner who got out of the passenger side. I was too far away to hear what they were saying, but I, I obviously didn't recognize the partner as anyone I knew. It was paranoia, but I wondered if he could be the one who made Katie speak into the phone. The two of them walked into Walmart and I took note of the company that owned the truck. And then I had an idea. My first real idea on how I could fight back now that I knew where David was right this second. I sprinted back to my car. A little while later, I pulled up to Mrs. K's house. I got out and looked around, making sure David hadn't somehow beaten me here or followed me. I had to hurry, who knew how much longer his shift would last. I knocked on the door and Mrs. K opened it. Hello! Hi, Mrs. K. Can I come in? Five minutes later, I was rifling through David's room. Had to hurry. Had to find something useful and fast. I told Mrs. K that years ago, I'd let David borrow a video game and just now remembered and wanted to pick it up. She had happily let me go into his room and find them. I had booted up his ancient laptop, but it was taking forever to load. Why the hell hadn't he bought a new laptop with all the money he stole? That would have made good evidence. I glanced at every paper I saw, hoping for something, written plans, checklist, receipt, anything. Every paper I found was normal. From what I could see, his room was a disaster, which worked in my favor. He may have dropped something incriminating and not have known about it. I stuffed every flash drive I could find into my pockets as I went. He had four of them laying around. They might have incriminating evidence on them. The laptop finally booted and I instantly tried to log in. No luck. Password protected. I should have known, considering how tech-savvy he'd been hacking my account. In fact, all the incriminating data was probably on the laptop. He wouldn't bother printing anything out. That gave me an idea. I picked up the laptop and flipped it over, a toolbox laid under the table, and I snatched a screwdriver from it. Using the screwdriver, I went to work disassembling the laptop. And when I finished, I held his hard drive up in my hand, I will ruin you, David King," I whispered. As I reassembled the laptop, something caught my eye under the bed. A box. Furrowing my eyebrows, I pulled it toward me. It was a shoebox with dust covering the top. A few spots were less dusty from where someone had handed the lid. I opened it slowly and peered inside. It contained a quarter-inch thick stack of pages all bound together by a binder clip. The box was too small to let the pad lay flat, so it curled in the box. The pages were old and worn, they'd clearly been handed frequently. I lifted it out, noticed that it looked like a research paper. The front page had a title in the middle of the page and an author at the bottom. Psychological Evaluation for David Edward King. The bottom of the page had the name of the institute and psychologist that had done the study as well as the year. I did the math, and the evaluation must have been done when he was sixteen. Jackpot. I stuffed it under my shirt and as best as I could to hide its square form. The laptop was set back in its place as if it had never moved. David would know something was wrong eventually, but not until he booted it up. I gave a last look around and wondered if there was anything else I should do. With no decent ideas, I left David's house, and Mrs. K gave me a brownie on the way out. Goodbye! She's in on it. The brownie has laxatives. That's right. He shits his pants. On the drive back to the Walmart, I tried to come up with a plan. I couldn't take this to the police because it was illegally obtained evidence and wouldn't be admissible in court. That's not technically true. He got permission from the mom. It's true. And the mom would be an alibi, or else she'd be lying in court. I knew that from a bunch of crime shows, I had to get all the evidence myself and somehow get it to the police's hands legally. When I parked at the Walmart, it still wasn't that late. I walked inside carrying the flash drives and psychological evaluation with me. I used the demo computers to look at the contents of the flash drives, and looking back now, I'm amazed that they let USB sticks work on the demo machines. The first flash drive had old high school papers on it. Nothing useful. The second and third drives were bootable drives that could boot Linux. I don't expect anyone to understand what that means. It's not important. It was on the fourth flash drive that I had my first big... Big breakthrough, bruh. My breakthrough of evidence. It contained a single text file that had been edited the day before. And as I read through it, I realized that it was a conversation... With my current understanding, the flash drive was how David and his kidnapping partner had been communicating. David would write a message and hide the flash drive in a predetermined place. Then the kidnapper would go pick it up and read the message. The process would reverse when the kidnapper had a message to pass along. A lot of you will probably say, why wouldn't they just use encrypted emails? That's so much faster and safer. If they had used any kind of network to communicate, some internet service provider or some cell phone provider like Comcast would have a log entry of the messages being exchanged, even if the data was encrypted. Encrypted data is never 100% secure. If you dedicate enough processing power, you can crack any encryption. It may take thousands of years in some cases, but it could still be cracked. With our current advances in computing power, that could be that could change to be even faster. David and his partner had reduced their risk of being caught by limiting who had access to the information. If you send an email to me via Reddit, I'm not the only one that gets the message. It passes through several servers and routers who all make a note that the message passed at a specific time. It leaves a trail. Unless you can erase the logs of those servers, you leave a trail no matter how you send your data. There was certainly some risk that someone could find the flash drive, plug it in and find all the data like I had, but that could be reduced by choosing decent hiding places. If you plan to pass messages this way, don't leave it laying around in your room. Especially don't leave it unencrypted. I still don't know why it wasn't encrypted. The text file would have a line, then skip a line and add another where the next response was. I don't have a flash drive, or a copy of the conversation anymore, so I'll have to paraphrase as accurately as I remember. I'll use bullet points here on Reddit to format it more easily for you. Payment received, question mark? Yes. Last half of payment comes when this is all over. How long? Depends on him. Good. Good. No suspicion, a quiet grab. Was she harmed? She fought. A couple bruises. Otherwise, fine. There were some extra lines in between, making the start of a new conversation. Any new information?
0: A kidnapping report has been filed with the police. Change locations every two days as previously discussed. Are you
1: well supplied? We have enough in the truck to keep moving and stay operational.
0: (laughs) With any luck, This will be over soon once he makes an irreversible mistake!"
1: I shuddered. As I closed the text file, this was damning evidence. I checked the owner of the file, and it was blank. Well, that would have been too convenient. I googled the kind of cable I would need to hook the hard drive up to a computer and, and bought a SATA to USB cable. I was thankful that the demo computers were in an aisle out of the view of employees in the tech center. To people who don't know technology, I'm convinced I look like a hacker. Let me give you another lesson on technology since I seem to be giving so many in this series. When you boot your computer, it asks for a password if you've set one. Without that password, you can't access the hard drive unless you have some hacked up workaround. And in some cases, however, you can unplug the hard drive and plug it into another computer instead. The new computer will treat it like a regular external hard drive, and voila, you have access. Unfortunately, David had encrypted his entire hard drive, so it was useless to me at the moment, until I had some spare time to either guess the password or find someone who could crack it. Going to the summer supply section of the store, I took a seat and pulled out the Psychological Evaluation and looked at the cover page again. Psychological Evaluation for David Edward King. (coughs) I hope you realize that I've removed the institution, author, and date for privacy's sake. I spent an hour skimming the contents, using the table of contents to navigate. I constantly had to look up lengthy words on my phone, but I was beginning to understand what went on in David's sick little mind. I won't give you an entire rundown of the whole life, but the report contained transcripted interviews with his parents about incidents a psychologist's observations while holding David in confinement, and a general list of events that had occurred in David's life that may have traumatized him. These are the ones that I remember. David had set fire to animals constantly and poked them with various objects, and when a snake lunged and bit him once in the backyard, his mother came out to find him whipping the limp body against a tree with its guts spraying everywhere, His only explanation was, it tried to hurt me. Unless you want to read that. It tried to hurt me! Yeah, I think I'll keep both. He was found (laughs) designing traps for rabbits and other animals that were expertly hidden and designed. He claimed to have never looked at a wilderness guide to make them, his mother later found entire notebooks containing designs for traps. The traps were aimed at getting both animals and humans. His father died when he was 12, which affected him greatly. He became quiet and reserved for years. The first day of high school, however, he changed overnight and became charismatic, energetic, and clever. <coughs> girl. In middle school, one of his teachers had been interviewed after an incident. She had noticed that three boys had begun picking on David, but he quietly took whatever they gave him. One day, she came to class, and all three boys sat ramrod straight and stared straight ahead. They didn't dare look at David, and David was smirking, trying to hide it. (laughs) Finally, let me try to summarize what the psychologist wrote about David do a psychologist's voice
0: (laughs) David seems to have a constant need to harm other living things and cause suffering once in my office I found him stomping his feet on the floor I asked what he was doing and he admitted that he was trying to crush anything microscopic that could be on my floor I seriously fear that he will not be able to remain in society without serious medication and therapy
1: I had no idea that David had any of these problems or experiences. He and I had met when we were both 17. He'd been exactly as the report described, charismatic, energetic, clever. I felt blind for not seeing any of the red flags, but I knew that he had hidden them well, intentionally. The psychologist made another entry a month later.
0: David seems to have performed a complete 180 in his mood, actions, and demeanor. He has been polite and kind every time he has come in, and is very capable of being fully functional.
1: The sentence struck me as odd. Months of statements about David's instability, and suddenly this comes out. I googled the professor's name, (coughs) and he died in a car crash the same year as the publication date on his evaluation. Son of a bitch. I reread the very last entry. I recognized the words for what they were, coerced, recommendation to reenter society. I could feel the psychologist's words screaming through the page. Good God, he's going to kill me. No wonder David was so prepared No wonder he was always ahead of me No wonder his expression had spread such an absolute fear Through me that night he chased Clark and I He was insane He designed traps He knew what made people and animals tick He enjoyed inflicting pain on them And not just that, but watching them suffer David was absolutely insane insane but functional that's what made him dangerous off of the distance you hear <laughs> <laughs> I hunkered down in my seat and brought up a word document in my phone where I could take notes and then I started googling You know what I'm talking about. You're facing a problem So you start searching for anything online that can help you fix your problem The internet was a wonderful tool for me at this moment and without it. I'd have been dead months ago I was kicked out of the Walmart for loitering, but I continued my research in my car I turned the car on every once in a while to drive around and charge my battery that night I learned a lot about hacking phones androids, surveillance police procedure, legal procedure, and all kinds of subjects that related to my situation I took dutiful notes and outlined areas for further research and learning during my research I found a list of apps that could be used for hacking someone's phone. I checked my installed applications and can you guess what I found in my phone? One of those apps David fucking King had been eavesdropping and tracking me through my phone. Instead of deleting the app however, I kept it It could be useful in the future. I also researched the company David apparently worked for. It was a larger company that served several states providing both long and short distance transport of valuable goods. This was good information. If his job was to handle valuable goods, then it could be an easy way to get him fired or even charged if some sort of disappearance from his truck. His truck was long gone by then, so I had no current opportunity. During all hours of the night, Hernandez would call me. So would Katie's mom, and I ignored them both. That was a big mistake I'll later learn. When the sun rose, I didn't even feel tired. I felt empowered. Finally, I knew more about my situation and enough to be useful. I knew how to get those hard drives to the police legally, but I'd need Clark and Hernandez's help. I never got to use that plan, though. Reality caught up with me. But David moved too quickly. I was driving to my apartment to see if I could brush my teeth, take a shower, and at least before work that day, when my phone buzzed, it was Hernandez. I was—I answered it, reluctantly, prepared to get an earful for ignoring him all night. Xander, where are you? Driving to my apartment. You need to
0: come down to the police station right away. Why?
1: What's up? Oh, he's bad, Holmes. Confused, I hung up and turned right, heading towards the police station. I walked into the police station lobby to find Hernandez waiting for me. Did Isaac's body turn up anything? Looking at his worried expression.
0: They're still analyzing it.
1: Then he took a deep breath. (sighs) Some new development has come up. I gave him a questioning look and then felt cold metal. Click around my right wrist. I reacted, but the two cops who had flanked me pulled my arms together. The metal clicked around my other wrist, handcuffing me. What the hell? The policemen each gripped one of my arms.
0: Xander, I know you're upset about everything that's going on, what you did went too far.
1: What the fuck are you talking about? Hernandez held up a bag containing a phone. He used the touchscreen through the bag and navigated the phone's voicemail. The voicemail was jolty and sounded like whoever had the phone was running. Wind struck the mic, making it harder to hear in places, but the voice was unmistakable. It was mine. Fuck you, jackass. You ruined my credit. Stole my money. Hacked my accounts. Stole my shit. I'm going to kill you. You think I need motivation to hurt you? I'm going to kill you, you son of a bitch. You'll burn in hell. You'll burn. My heart shuddered to a halt. I had said those things. I had literally said those things. The night David chased us and pinned me to a table, I'd said every word. The bastard had been recording the whole thing, and now edited it into a threatening voicemail. (sighs) David
0: King's home burned down last
1: night. He said slowly, watching me,
0: gauging me. David and his mother were still inside. Firefighters found David alive and they were able to pull him out, but his mother was already dead. That voicemail was sent through his phone from yours at the time the firefighters estimated the fire started.
1: I lost my breath. My eyes watered. The world closed in. I couldn't speak. Couldn't defend myself. Couldn't explain. Yeah, Sandra Jones, you're on the
0: rest.
1: I kinda like where it ended. Yeah. Cause now now he's arrested and it's like a it's a it's a believable Yeah. And then people are gonna be like, "Oh no,
0: what happens next time? Right? Does he get jerked <laughs> off yeah, in prison? Yeah. Does he, <laughs>
1: does he get shanked? Does he get shanked by David, David King? David King's in there in more in more than one way, <laughs>
0: jerking him off." <laughs> This is fucking kill- <laughs> killing my mother!
1: <laughs> Turned into Wario. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. <laughs> I told you you've been Waluigi this entire fucking time. Me, and finally you're turning, into, <laughs> you're turning into, <laughs> into Wario. He's dying, folks.
0: I hope you all appreciate some of the voices you get, because it kills me sometimes, man.
1: Yeah, f- asking him to do a... Uh, Asking him to do a podcast is like asking to take a couple weeks off of his life every time we do it. Um, which is which is exactly why we haven't been recording more on many different things. Today so. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that entire <laughs> that entire
0: <laughs> episode
1: took six years off of both of us.
0: You bastard <laughs>
1: It's funny how much your Hispanic accent sounds like your Japanese accent. Oh,
0: the waifu! I deal with Oh my god! Great.
1: <laughs> I fucking hate. What are
0: we doing now?
1: Oh, we're just talking about it. You know, I wanted to see. I wanted to see how you're feeling about David King because you obviously support him. Oh, so Oh, absolutely! Much.
0: There wasn't enough of him in this one.
1: No, there was none of him
0: it was really upsetting there was
1: really none of him um, but it's it's more about him he looms in the distance casting a wide shadow over the entire plot <laughs> you know that he's fucking sitting somewhere beating his meat going meh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will ruin you
0: <laughs> I killed my mother for this
1: yeah I mean I, he did he did <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you know, like, that's that's genuinely one of my greatest fears And one of the main reasons why I don't want to have kids Because of movies like Oh, yeah There's something wrong with Kevin and Oh, like, absolutely And, like, th- kids that go up to, like, shoot schools and shit, you know I, I Genuinely, what if you were to have a child And almost Dahmer-like They seem to fascinate in, like, making things uh, hurt you know, trapping things like how much of a red fucking flag as a parent is like my my son has been drawing notebooks of trapping animals. And then you get to a later page and it's trapping humans. Like, how does that make you feel?
0: The minute he would have lit an animal on fire, I would have been like, yep, that's it. What would you do into the doctor (laughs) now?
1: Yeah, fix this. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you can.
0: Well, then I want a refund.
1: (laughs) Because that's how it works. Um, Yes.
0: No, I don't have the receipt. Yes, it's past the 30-day return policy. I'll take store credit. Give me half.
1: The idea is that you adopted because you'd never have, like, a biological. So you'd be able to go and be like, I'm returning the What's
0: the lowest selling value? Just give it to me, Please. (laughs) I don't Because
1: like, like me What I would do Is I would return To my wife And be like Put it back And like start shoving Shoving him back Into her vagina
0: so <laughs> Why are you like, trying
1: To get rid of me Let it, <laughs> is that what my kid would say
0: <laughs> Yo that voice Hasn't come out in a while Next episode I'm Gonna find a woman Please don't Give her that <laughs> a... Why is everybody Eating my voice <laughs>
1: I forget where that voice even came from. It was, was the it was with the with. it was the
0: Christmas episode where no one liked the oh, yeah, one the girl's gift.
1: Yeah. Her gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you made that voice up. hmm It's a good one. It's one of your best. Thanks.
0: I gotta you know, I, I fucking bring it. I I come a hundred percent every time to this fucking podcast, you, you know.
1: You do, you do come.
0: I, I give you gold and sometimes I give you <laughs>
1: and sometimes you give me frankincense <laughs> and myrrh, and, and you claim to be Jesus That's Christ nice. reborn. Yeah, no, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Hello, <laughs> here's the doctor. Fix this. Fix this. <laughs> uh, wait, come on! Shit, I said my name. Wait, Why me? Wait, was Oh, shit.
0: Why is everybody trying nope. to get rid of me? Nope.
1: <laughs> anyway, I'm to find you. This is, uh, that's the fisherman. And this is lots of pasta.
0: Or if you're vegetarian, just pasta. <laughs> I
1: hope everyone likes uh, a shorter episode. I'm trying to hold myself true to that promise of keeping these episodes easier on both you and me, making them quicker, making them... Uh, more palatable, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I've, I've put too much of my life into this and have gotten very little in return, so uh, continue enjoying all of my various content and I might not kill myself.
0: Oh, and if you're wondering, no one subscribed to my OnlyFans, so now I'm just beating it in the corner <laughs> for myself. Why don't I subscribe to <laughs> Why don't I don't <laughs> my OnlyFans? Now I'm a poor dragon on bitch's tree!
1: I want to level with you. I know for a fact that there are like three or four people who absolutely would have supported your OnlyFans. Fuck!
0: All right, back in nine ninety nine, <laughs> Franz McBoohoo OnlyFans jerking off any movie, it's any back. video game, any book, whatever you, you want. Thought,
1: you thought we were done with this in early in late twenty 2020, twenty, early twenty twenty one? Well, you're wrong. It's back. Fros McBoohoo's OnlyFans page nine ninety nine. <laughs> Listen to him do it one more time. <laughs>
0: it's so X rated. I had to add four X's. X X X. X it's so
1: X rated. <laughs> he went to a doctor, and when he said fix this, they put it under an X ray and said it's X X X X X X rated, and then he killed himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the X ray <laughs> looked at the doctor. <laughs> and.. said whatever
1: YOU TO okay that's enough right, that's enough, enough fucking recordings <laughs> I wait till
0: the days end when the moon is high and it I'll rise with the tide with the lust for life fall. unless the November won't run as a whore and then we'll live across the land until we stand to shore I'll wait
1: till days and when the moon is high and then I'll rise with the tide with the lust for life fall. then I'll rise with the tide with the lust for life until we stand to shore, stand at the
0: shore.